What is up, guys? Just want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Avec 2 Spice. Avec 2 is a Louisiana spice company out of Baton Rouge, and it means with everything. So it's good on anything you can think of to cook, whether it's roasted chicken, grilled fish, grilled steak, veggies, tofu, whatever your lifestyle diet it fits in. So it is paleo, vegan, gluten-free, no refined sugar. It's super tasty. And I stand behind it 100%. So if you go to their website, www.avec2spice.com, that's A-V-E-C-T-O-U-S spice.com, you can get 10% off your entire order with this coupon code, C-U-P-D. That's cupped. Enjoy. Thanks for listening and see you next time. What's up? David here with Coffee Upside Down. Coffee Upside Down is a creative project that aims to inspire others, educate coffee enthusiasts, and advocate for a culture that fosters craft, understanding, positivity, and dedication. The coffee talk you're about to listen to is with Tommy LeBlanc, cartooning and composting operator at Hay Coffee Company and Hay Cafe in New Orleans, Louisiana. I met Tommy in October when Hay Coffee Company had just opened. As I mentioned in the podcast, he was kind enough to show me around the space and tell me all about the Hay Way. In this episode, we jump right into Tommy's life as a cartoonist with a clip from his animated series, Tux. We then shift to his interesting entry into a coffee career and finish with ways we can all help our communities by creating sustainable habits day by day. Oh, and lest I forget, you will learn that Tommy may have a budding career as a handstand professional, and add that to his already exhaustive resume. Without further delay, let's dial in and listen to Tommy share his story of cartoons, coffee, and compost. Cool. You were good for lunch. Whenever you're ready. All right, so before I got into coffee, other than being addicted to it as a cartoonist, uh, I had the opportunity right out of school to animate cartoons from home for a Disney child actor who hopes to break into um, voice acting, who was a silent character on Lizzie McGuire. I'm Tommy L. Um, I'm here with uh, David. Uh, Coffee Upside Down. Coffee Upside Down. David here. We're going to let Tommy set up this fun little clip uh, and talk a little bit more about his previous and current career as a cartoonist, um, which is pervasive throughout this fun life. So um, without further ado, uh, he's going to tell you a little bit about the clip, and then we're going to play the clip for you, and then we're going to get into some coffee talk. And uh, this is how my life got turned upside down, animating these films. Um, and here, just to set up this clip, uh, th- there's this dog, Tux. He's in Hollywood. He's the most successful dog in Hollywood. He has, he has it all. He has a, a penthouse mansion. It's, it's shaped like a fire hydrant. Uh, he's even dated Angelina Jolie. And in this clip, we're backstage on the set of Performers Playhouse, 
which is an inside the actor's studio type of show, you know, with Rufus being the dog being your James Lipton type, and uh, Stinky, who is Tux's Chihuahua ass assistant uh, and manager, if you will. And uh, Tux, Rufus, and Stinky are in the middle of a set break and are deep in an argument here, and Tux loses it when Rufus um, criticizes Tux, saying, you know, you're half the man Brad Pitt is. And uh, then he just flips out, and, and here we are. Are you ready? Ready. Hey, hey, guys. Um, guys, are, are y'all are done with your breaks yet? No. You better treat me with some respect, Rufus. I swear to God I will go to Oprah. Not only does she know how to treat people, but I happen to be one of her favorite things. You just like her because she made Gail give you a foot massage. Yeah. I know that she did complain. <laughs> Inside voices. That's you good. listen to me, furry terror. I don't care what you have waxed or plucked. You keep your little cabal of rumors away from me, or I'm gonna flush your stash. That really That's good. it! I went out stand with this! Flips the craft service table over. Uh, the peace and tranquility of a tuxless room. It won't last. There will be no peace until his fluffy, lifeless body is laid to rest. Dang it! Well, there you go. And then Stinky goes on to comfort Tux, who's in a, a crisis over his lapse in popularity. He can never quite keep up with Brad Pitt. So that's your, you have two little quotes there. Does it go on beyond that, or that's the... That's oh my goodness, there's about 30 minutes of, of this cartoon in, in different uh, parts. There's three parts so far. There's another script that we weren't able to do. Actually, they ran out of money in 2008. Their money was in uh, L.A. real estate. And so that led me to hunt for jobs. Being so who's they? Who's they that ran out of money? The mother was funding it, and I was believed that Tone Loke was funding it. Okay. Um, it's why the animation company was called Loco Tunes. So um, I don't understand that relationship. We had <laughs> often joked and wondered if there was a family relationship there. Sure. So we we just didn't know. But Tone Loke was definitely a part of it. So you started this cartooning in what year? You said 2008 they ran this out This is of... now 10 years old. We were working on these in so 2007, 2008, okay. 2009. And so how much actual content is there available and or created? A lot. Minutes. They also did some mini-sodes, they called, when they were trying to do some kind of political ones to get Obama elected. And oh, we right. animated eight minutes of that, too. They worked. Nice. And... Um, he got elected. Yes, yes. he did. Yeah. <laughs> because of your, and, because uh, of what you yeah. did. <laughs> so where can we find these clips? We just saw this one on YouTube. Well, I do detail the story of that whole episode of my life in tommyscartoons.blogspot.com. Um, and Tone Look was really into animation. A lot of people don't realize um, he was the... If you've seen Fern Gully, he was the the, the lizard guy or the iguana. Oh, what wow. kind of thing is that? Yeah. The reptile is like, yeah. if I'm going to eat somebody... Um, in Chowder, he's um, Chowder's Hat in the Cartoon Network series. Um, but yeah, he's very involved with that you know signature voice he has. He's very involved with uh, cartoons and animation. A cartoon. So Tone Loke, tell me again if you didn't forgive me if you already said it. He he is who? He is the childhood actor. Well, the childhood no. actor's name is Christian Copeland. Okay. And um, that's the one that was on Lizzie McGuire. Yes. As a silent actor more, and he is and he's the voice of tux which is far from silent <laughs> uh, in this time so silent. he wanted to yeah. break into um writing his own material and um and if 
I don't know if Christian Copeland will ever listen to this, but if, if you are, I, I hope you're doing well and I, I hope you're still riding. I think that BoJack Horseman uh, ripped you off on this, uh, <laughs> this film, so. You know, we'll, we'll, get to, we'll get to there. that more more later. We'll yeah. get the scoop, the skinny, the uh, the the uh, the grind there. Cool. So, well, that's fun. So, from cartooning, um, did you have anything else you wanted to say about that clip, or you 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 segued into from cartooning? You started looking for another job, another career. Yeah, and it happened to be the middle of October, which was where you'd look for where you might look for work in the middle of October <laughs> in New Orleans might be a costume shop. Right. So. I was a seasonal hire there, which led me to working at the cafe. That was the time of my life when I got laid off. I was working many, many jobs at that time, one of them being the costume shop and another being working at Magazine Perks, Hey Cafe Uptown. Um, so that was kind of my introduction to working in coffee shops. Magazine Perks was the former name of Hey Cafe? Yes, with okay. the former operator. <laughs> okay. so. We've talked about this before, so what's in a name? So how did Hey Cafe come about? Well, I remember at some point we had a list going. I mean, it was kind of um, spontaneous that we realized that we had the opportunity to take the lease over at Magazine Perks. Um, and it was a while when we were uncertain. We thought the shop might close. We didn't know. I didn't know if I was gonna continue pursuing uh, cartooning and animation to the full-time degree like I had been before. At that time, I was thinking maybe this will be the break I need because I was a little bit uh, disenfranchised and feeling upset. Sure. I was owed a little bit of money. You know, ultimately, I'm grateful because who can really get a full-time animation job right out of college? Sure. You know, so ultimately, gratitude. But when when someone runs out of money, they run out of money, and 2008 was tough. But, that was the bubble. Yeah. Yeah, so walk me through what happened. So you were at a, a barista at Magazine Perks. Yes. And then there was a transition that happened, and you and who else decided to stay on and transform that space? Well, it was kind of like the whole neighborhood came together. You know, we were friends with all of our business community there. Miss Mays was there, you know, and um, all of our regulars. And we were just like, it was a whole lot of G, I don't know, you know. And then we decided, let's try it. And we only signed one year, and Greg and I, I was actually, it was so spontaneous. Um, I draw caricatures in the summer at that time. I would draw caricatures along beach, various beach towns just to keep the cartoon, cartooning muscles going. I would just take two weeks every summer and go subsidize my beach habit with uh, <laughs> cartoon drawing. And um, How cliche. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, it is, it's a very seasonal gig, so I would only be able to do that work in the summer. But I would always say, but I was just like I was, would always do, I was going out there in the summer, and I got that phone call that Bob was interested in leaving the business. Uh, great guy, Bob Patience. He was just operating um, magazine perks as sort of a retirement, you know, like he, liked people, he liked coffee, he was um, an aggressive insurance attorney beforehand, so he thought that the relaxing life and retirement that he uh, was seeking was operating a coffee house, <laughs> and I can tell you that that's no um, retirement. Rewarding, yes, retirement, no. Yeah, it's not as chill as some people would think, owning <laughs> a coffee shop, especially in the hub of New Orleans on Magazine Street. Yeah, in the middle of multiple neighborhoods. Now, I do have to say, Magazine Street has changed a lot since 2008. Yeah. Know, a lot. We, we're, we there still wasn't a lot of confidence about that part of Magazine Street after being still two and three years, three years after Katrina. You sure. Know? So, um, there wasn't a lot of businesses open. So, what was there in 2008? There was Ms. May's uh, costume shop. 
there was um, you guys or magazine perks and what else? It was still a little bit barren, honestly. You know, the thing I think that uh, Tattoo Gogo had op a few things newly opened at that time. Okay. Tattoo Gogo was there, um, and uh, Le Petit Grocery. Okay. Down the street. Okay. Yeah, which but, is an, uh, which is a, a, a flagship uh, restaurant, yeah. very well known. And uh, I think Mike the Bike Guy started at about the same time okay. as us too, which is on the other side of Napoleon. Right. But most of those spaces. I can't remember what was there. They were either barren or they're a business that's no longer there now. Sure. So, so fast forward. Uh, well, let's get back to the story. So, so you and Greg and the neighborhood kind of came together. Um, this gentleman, Bob Patience, who formerly owned it. Yeah, well, he had to get out. He was losing money like crazy. And um, he was, um, yeah. And he had an advancing health concern. And so, he wanted to do his proper retirement this time and uh, move to Mexico. Mexico. He's uh, proper retirement. Yeah, he's still <laughs> retirement. With us. Take two. Actually, I ran him a favor uh, four days ago. I, I uh, got him uh, a check from the state, uh, some extra money the state owed him. I picked it up for him at Packrat Shipping and brought it to the bank for him. So oh, I'm nice. still. He's still a friend of mine. We're still in communication. He's doing well. He's loving Mexico. So. <laughs> A, a far cry from a magazine street uh, coffee shop yes. retirement plan. Yeah. yeah. So um, so he's doing well, and you guys um, have an interesting origin to the name Hey Cafe. So you guys came together, decided to restart, transform the space, and how did the name Hey come about? Well, um... There was a clipboard, there was a list, and there was like 20 names on it. And then we just were like, all right, neighborhood, um, we come to you. And we started with 10, none of which were Hey Cafe. And then eventually some other people added some other possible names. And, and some of them were goofy. Some of them could have been successful. But um, overwhelmingly popular was my friend Kenny Taylor, I remember. He, he now lives in uh, Brooklyn or some part of New York City, I don't remember. But. Um, he was an everyday regular type, and he was like, how about Hey Cafe? And he wrote it down there, and uh, I have since paid him a royalty of one large cold brew, so he's good. <laughs> and uh, the, the, um, that one got all the check marks, you know, people were like, all right. And then I just started doodling and uh, came up with the mug mouth logo, a mug saying hey, very obnoxiously, kind of a throwback to, I don't know, ouch, bubblegum, Rolling Stones, you know. Uh, other cartoons but yeah strong lettering with an exclamation point right well yeah well the, yeah. the hey cafe hey. uptown logo is the one that has the obnoxious kind of mouth the mouth yeah 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 screaming what's up hey y'all yeah. we're welcome to the neighborhood cool so um so you and greg anybody else was an integral part of that startup or re re relaunch just a host of baristas and yeah it's okay that's the sound we got the sound of a, a grinding espresso. That's Lachelle on grind. What's in the hopper, Lachelle? I'm sorry. What's in the hopper? That's Hello Espresso. That's a Which blend. is a blend, that's, yeah? That's correct. Yeah. What's uh, in the blend? Uh, Mexico, Veracruz, uh, Burundi, um, Sumatra, Panama. It's a different variety. Nice. And of course, as most house funds are uh, ever-changing, depending on what's fresh. Yeah, we give it a good 
we try to give it a beginning, middle, and end, like every good cartoon. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> yeah. And so on the beginning, I think you have the Veracruz, which had toast the line as being that super primo, you know, chocolatey taste, and then the body that we roast a little darker to give it that color. Um, which would be the um, Sumatra, and then the finish, which I would say is the, the fruitiness of the um, Ethiopian coffee that's in there. Uh. Awesome. And we're looking at the bag right now. It is a rebranded Hey Coffee Company, or should I say side-branded? I mean, this is now the umbrella. Yes. Yeah, well, I think Hey Cafe proudly serves Hey Coffee Company. You know, I think that's all there is that, to that, it. That's, that's all, <laughs> yeah, if people ask, that's what it is. So. Um, and also, so we're going to move on, but we're in the space on the Lafitte Greenway, uh, Hey Coffee Company, which is very new. Um, it is part of a really beautiful build out with a lot of uh, sustainable features, which the first time I visited, you didn't know me, I didn't know you, but you brought me around uh, and showed me the whole complex and the rain barrel and the permeable uh, drainage and the bike racks and... Um, bring me up to speed on everything you told me about this space as far as sustainability, yeah. composting, you, you guys infusing your mission into this space and trying to communicate that. Well, the city of New Orleans is, has realized that, you know, uh, it's, we're, we're going to have to really think about more living with water. There's yes. no, there's no way around it. Um, right. So I think today in certain neighborhoods, when you develop, now you have to consider your you have to get your stormwater plan approved now on certain size developments depending on where you are and so that's definitely something that uh, uh, Green Coast Enterprises and the city of New Orleans had to work together on uh, making that happen um, it's something that excites me a lot but it's not something that uh, hey I, we really owe that to the city of New Orleans and uh, Green Coast Enterprises for getting that going and Green Coast Enterprises is what a private they're the developer company? of this uh, company okay you know and um, you know and we're excited about that and we're excited to be on the Greenway um, I'm a you know I wouldn't say I'm a competitive cyclist but I'm a commuter cyclist and you know I'm just excited to see more things that serve a cycling community being that most everything is set up to serve motorists sure and, you know so it's just nice to see something uh, for cyclist commuters yeah, that's more accessible and safe. And it's great for motorists and pedestrians here too. So sure. it's a really a really good meeting spot for everyone. So there's a two-way street right out front of the facade of the building. There's a nice little green space. Uh, and then a two-way cycling, pedestrian, longboard, street luge, whatever yeah. uh, moped you can get on there. Um, and then the beautiful rainwater management garden, which the Lafitte Greenway itself uh, manages all of its own rainwater. It does not use the municipal drainage system at all interesting yeah so lovely space uh and um you brought me around and showed me the first day i was here uh all the progressive and sustainable features that they built in so did they have you guys in mind here um you can go into as much as you feel comfortable yeah. as far as like the the entry into this space well yes it was the first time that i really felt our brand really working for us being that we're pushing becoming a 10-year brand and of course this is a while ago but they they when they when we put our name in the hat and i called the number they were immediately excited um and they wanted to work with hey cafe you know so um and and they and they did we did work together on the build out you know in the traditional white box sense you know so 
we we were able to they basically did all the rough ins, you know, and then we would build to the walls. They would build the walls and we would do everything else basically. Tweak it, make it your own. They did under the ground, above the ceiling and outside the walls. And awesome. Up, up to the walls and everything else was us. So that was a help, big, big help. Well, it seems like a perfect partnership. And uh, I know a good friend of mine, Brandon, uh, wrote up an article in River Beats about uh, you guys. Um, and I'm sure you are never tired, but uh, well, tirelessly speaking about this initiative and this sustainability that you guys really um, push forward, which is super important. Um, I, I think I read that at, at the other location, Hey Cafe, how much trash is produced per day? It's something tiny. Yeah, for regular business, um, you know, we only generate three pounds or less of trash, you know. Um, Everything else is composted or recycled. Composted or recycled. And we're also tirelessly acting to reduce how much we put in the recycling can, because I'm sure many people are learning that, um, you know, recycling is a big maybe if you yeah, put it in a recycling can. It's not the it's most often efficient the process, right, yeah. And even worse so, because, of the, you know, China's not taking any um, plastics anymore unless it has a pristine... Uh, quality to it where sure. it's not contaminated at all which is basically never nothing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nothing never maybe water bottles that uh, were just drained without any lipstick yeah on that it were like anything. dried before they were put right, in there exactly. or something so um so beyond that uh, a couple other features in the shop I, I know your bags are compostable except for the tape that it takes to to tape it closed uh, but still recyclable paper um you have pasta straws you have quote, normal straws for the people that choose to, to use plastic straws. Um, and then beyond that, it's the, the features of the building as far as composting, rain barrel, and all that. Yeah, really, um, what I like to say is a lowered landfill dependency, and that comes to, we're about to start getting from Progress Milk Barn um, glass bottles. So we're about to take, every, every couple of weeks, I try to get rid of one package, you know? Yeah, and so we're, baby steps. Yeah, it is baby steps, and um, you know, little things like not buying a pre-made flavor syrup and making your own or even your own chocolate or we make our own oat milk that got rid of an, another package and um so so not trying to get too and deep. soda making not yeah, buying soda not water. buying the topo chico as much as we all love it you know um just kegging making it ourselves kegging it pressurizing it carbonating it yeah and uh you just started nitro cold brew as well correct cold mm -hmm. brew on tap uh, so not to get too deep because we got to talk more cartoons, but as far as uh, sustainability, as far as creating those patterns of daily living, of baby steps, doing our part, um, I find it admirable, uh, remarkable, and challenging. So what, I mean, what are some things that you know, none of us are perfect, but what are some things that you do differently that maybe we can do if we aren't doing already to create less of an impact, carbon footprint? Um, we've, we've gone through several things already, but, you know, what's a day in the life of Funky Tom trying to um, lessen his impact? Well, I just basic things. I encourage the hospitality of a Fahira Cup whenever possible. And I think all the magic really happens. And I really have to thank um, all of my coworkers. Um, it really, all the magic happens in the three compartment sink, in the dish sink. Um, you might have noticed, but here in the front room, there's no trash can. We say all waste in the bus pan. 
Um, I know as far as hospitality goes, you, you know, you want to have a receptacle somewhere. So we keep that in the bathroom and you know, that's our one that we will indiscriminately throw away. So uptown we have a hand dryer, um, but there are certain, when the, the American Disability Act compliant bathroom is great here. We weren't able to work in a hand dryer there in a position. So we're on the paper towels, which is great. And it's always important, I think, hospitality to have a, a private track. It's a matter of privacy, you know? Sure, and, um, sure. So, but the bus pan is where it all happens. That way, because it can be challenging um, to sort, and it can take up a lot of space if you have three different receptacles um, at a condiment table. So it's easiest for us since we're already doing dishes and it becomes pretty um, fluid after a while to, you know, throw the pot. We have the three buckets under the three compartment sink. So it's, it just becomes, yeah, exactly. Right over here, right, yeah, right under, under there. there. Yeah. yeah. So we throw the pot, the noodles and the compost and the pa the smaller soiled paper trash, you know, and um, so yeah, it all happens in the sink. So it's right. all, really it's a little bit of caring and a little bit of extra work, but it becomes just as easy and quick as doing dishes. Yeah, that was I mean, my next comment. Like uh, as you create these patterns, it becomes a way of life, right? A lifestyle. At first it's hard to, to, to launch those, those new habits. like you know, brushing yeah. your teeth when you're a kid or, or um, you know, whatever it may be, but it becomes infused into your lifestyle. Um, yeah, no, they, you just watch your hands do it after a while. The, the hands will start to know where it goes, you right. know, when you're doing the dishes in a, in a flurry. And back in a while ago, in 2016, we met with Nico from Schmelly's Dirt Farm and we invited him over for an employee meeting where he consulted us and we asked about what was best for his um, piles and he told us little things that I never would have thought of like non-chlorine bleached beverage napkins um, he would rather them not have a chlorine bleached sure they can be white they don't have to be brown but and I never would have thought of that and then things like he recommended what kind of cups to buy and things like that so it was a team effort a collaboration sure. yeah a composting and, collaboration yes Schmelly's. so Schmelly's, real quick is a local company that does what they pick up compost? Yeah, I'm very proud to be one of their first clients um, in the city. Um, and he's just been service, serving all of our uh, compost pickup needs for a good, wit, a good bit of time now. At both locations he picks up? Yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. cool. Um, cool, so we've talked cartoons, we've talked the alpha of hay. Uh, the mission, more or less, uh, what you guys are doing now. You now have your roaster here at Hay Coffee Company. Um, so you've been bagging more, roasting more, um, working with area restaurants, cafes, um, retailers, I'm sure. So that's the next step is, is expanding that. Yeah? Yes, I think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> day by day, working with that. Um, so... Yeah, you want to get back to to cartoons? We can um, talk more about like how your cartooning has played a part in the brand of Hey Coffee and Hey Cafe. I mean, all these, all the cartoons and decals you made are yours. Yeah, most of the time. Yeah, uh, sometimes it's someone else, but yeah, you might, people do notice that um, there's definitely a cartoonist's touch to all of our uh, promotional material. Including um, the new punch card that you just launched a couple yep. weeks ago. Every, yeah? every punch card is different. There's a series of them now that we've been open uptown long enough. So, yeah, every 1,000 we print or so, I'll do a new design. 
Nice. So when do, you when do you find time to do that? Are you always doodling? Do you... Sorry to call it doodling if that's what it, that's it, it, it is though it, it is that right? casual for me yeah yeah so you just whenever you're you're sitting drinking coffee um, at well home I'm blessed here. that um, the Hay Cafe Hay Coffee Company um, is able to kind of empl employ me so some there's usually the um, the earlier part of the week I will try to get some you know there's always a flyer to do there's always sure. something so usually there's kind of part of my salary set aside for uh, oh, exactly nice. that so it's kind of just one of those areas where I'm blessed working in tandem yeah, yeah. Um, so important I mean the, the the mission of coffee upside down cupped um, you know is is craft understanding positivity dedication infused in everything so it's super important to me to meet people that are trying to um, be their best self, be be their self in whatever vocation or occupation they're doing. Because to me, in my mid-30s, it makes no sense to waste time at a 9-to-5 cubicle job or something that you do not enjoy, mm -hmm. right? So talking about being blessed and being grateful and being fortunate, working hard to be in an occupation and a vocation that you love and you can be yourself that you can cartoon and compost and coffee yeah and that's what makes it hey you know it's a ubiquitous name it's a, a, a ubiquitous idea we want it to kind of um reach out into all areas and aspects of uh community yeah. and life yeah awesome well um, oh, and Michelle, can you pass me the I ain't doing shit today glass? We want to take, take a look <laughs> at that. Okay. Yeah. yeah, thank you. <laughs> nice. Yeah, so, you know, there's always a, a glassware to design, you know, there's always... Oh, this one's yours? Yeah, well, although cool. I kind of robbed, uh, you know, that's a, kind of a satirical representation of that cartoon Ziggy from the 80s. Ziggy, yeah. that's what it looks like, so, okay. But I kind of just, like, changed what was in his hand and, you know... Ain't doing. It's just there's always there's nice. always something to steal. Always something. Always, always something to steal. To repurpose. Yeah. yeah to to uh, transform, if you will, make it your own. Um, cool. So, coffee talk. We're it's 28 minutes. We've got a few people in here now. It's getting bustling uh, right after noon. Um, so, where can we find your cartoon content, and where can we find the coffee content of both Hay and? Um, both Hay Cafe and Hay Coffee. Well, hopefully everywhere you go. Yeah. But also... Yeah. <laughs> You're a busy man. Yeah. But also, um, you know, you can follow me on Instagram. I, I'm working to get back into working on Space Porch, which is my uh, comic series that I've presented in Feast Your Eyes. So you can find me in Feast Your Eyes. Um, you can find me, my Instagram handle, which is Funky Tom, spelled with an I-E. And if you want to read specifically about the story of this cartoon project with Christian Copeland um, from Lizzie McGuire, you can go to tommyscartoons.blogspot.com. And that has the first three episodes on there and kind of the backstory and how it all came to be. And, and honestly, the cartoons, I would, uh, you know, they're successful. I think that they needed more time to be polished, but um, I think the real fun of these cartoons is knowing the backstory and how they came to be and the un unlikelihood of the whole event. So uh, if you're interested in that, I would definitely recommend checking out the tommyscartoons.blogspot.com. Sweet. And Hey Cafe and Hey Coffee both have Instagrams. Absolutely. Yeah. There's Hey underscore Cafe and there's also HeyCoffee.co. 
Those are the two Instagram handles. Of course, heycoffee.co is also the website for Hey Coffee Co. And, and everything above. Yeah. yeah. So um, what's what's next for you guys? Anything going into the holidays? Um, business as usual? Just trying to enjoy time with family, friends? Is there a next big project we should know about? Or are we just taking it day by day, step by step, enjoying? Day by day do? still. It's a little... Um, we. It, it's a relief to finally be open, so I'm still kind of trying to settle into that. And then, um, but there is work to do, and we're doing our um, grand opening. We're excited. Uh, on January 19th, we're gonna throw a grand opening party on the Greenway. Yeah, <laughs> intermission. Yeah. Uh, and we're gonna be doing a lot of that grinding, hopefully, on grand opening day. I hope all the coffee people come out. January 19th, 2019. Awesome. So, um, so we're on the Lafitte Greenway, uh, open seven days a week. Yep, right now, every day from seven to three, hours to expand soon. Yeah, and Hey Cafe is on Magazine Street, same hours every day? Yep, every day they're open 7 a.m., 6.30 a.m. to 8 p.m. Nice. With accounting for holiday hours and little fluctuations. Cool. But mostly uh, 6.30 a.m. to um, 8 p.m. every day. Awesome, and you'll find nibbles, uh, you'll find different beverages, here and there. Um, I know BB's tacos and pastries and vegan stuff and all the things that are good. Um, well, guys, thanks for listening. We're right under 30 minutes. I think we've covered everything, um, unless uh, Funky Tom has any closing notes about cartoon, coffee, upside-downedness. I will, I will say that the first, well, the second time I came in, uh, Tommy took some really nice shots outside it was a beautiful day much like today and i'm very grateful that he took those shots of both of us going upside down or should i say me going upside down and then i took some shots of him doing some handstands yeah and i didn't know i could still do a handstand when you popped in so yeah you i've just been practicing since yeah i have been practicing <laughs> that's since. awesome cycling and handstanding go go hand in hand as well as, as coffee so thank you guys for listening i uh, hope you enjoyed please reach out to us uh if you want clarification or more information on anything um love you mean it have a great day see you next bye y'all love tommy has one more thing to say oh it was a delight to uh listen to the last podcast with uh carly at one stone yeah uh, which you guys can find on uh, anchor.fm backslash coffee upside down. It's also on my website, coffeeupsidedown.com. Uh, and more to come. We also have a little surprise coffee convo that I launched today or published today. Uh, and this one will be coming at you very, very soon. Uh, I'm committed to doing a bi weekly podcast uh, until uh, it becomes more of a thing. So, y'all tune in, dial in, enjoy, and thanks again. If you enjoyed the podcast, please share it with your friends. They can search Coffee Upside Down using any major podcast platform. Also, to become a patron of the podcast, please visit patreon.com slash coffeeupsidedown to throw a little support into the project. And finally, I always welcome feedback. You can use any channel you choose. Instagram, Facebook, text message, phone call, smoke signal, or in person. 
Thanks again for listening and have an awesome day.